noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Photo SAFC. It's Matt. And Clayton. Clayton, welcome to the Shad Pad. We're back. Thanks for having me back on the back patio. And uh, we got a full moon tonight, and we have some spectacular weather. And um, I'm a little confused, as the song says, but um, we're, uh, we're here and we're ready to talk uh, SAFC. Land of confusion. Listeners, is that Genesis or Phil Collins? Yeah. And, well, it's definitely Phil Collins, not Genesis with Peter Gabriel. Oh. Because there's obviously original Genesis had Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel. And there's a lot of people that have the debate what's the better Genesis with Peter Gabriel or Phil Collins. But that's not why we had this song. This was, this was a thematic song. That we can maybe get into. We can start now. We can, we can, and maybe maybe the maybe the listeners will figure out why. But not yet. Not yet. What's the better Genesis with or without? Oh man, I think um, with Phil Collins for me, that's more my era of understanding Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more, it's more pop with with Phil Collins. It's more MTV ish with with Peter Gabriel. They were a lot more almost prog rock. Like progressive rock, like there's a lot of weird Genesis. I, I don't have a lot. I don't have any of the names of the albums off the top of my head, but like early Genesis with Peter Gabriel. There's some very alternative, weird, weird sounding stuff going on. All right, I trust your opinion. Okay. What about you? Do you have an opinion on it? I trust yours. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's why I asked. Anyway, done and dusted. Anyway, we're here to talk about SAFC soccer. Here we go. Saturday night. 8 p.m. I imagine 7 p.m. It was a 7 p.m. kick. SAFC zero, FC Tulsa one, which is SAFC's second loss of the year. Only the second loss. Tulsa's fourth win in 13 games. Yeah, seven ties. Lots of ties. A lot of ties. Not a lot of wins. And we had tied them every time. Did we? Did we tie them all? Every result. Up there, we tied them. I believe down here, we beat them. But okay. I'm, I may be wrong, but I know it was 0-0 up there last time. Yeah. Um, what do we have? A 90-second minute Eric Bird middle finger to the sky. Cross, head, finish. Tulsa wins. They set off the fireworks. Everybody goes home happy. They did. They had people there. They did. They had, uh, and they play in a baseball stadium. That would be the Tulsa Drillers. Um, used to be a Rangers uh, AA organization, but I think they're the Rockies now. Okay. But um, anyway, beautiful baseball stadium, and the field didn't look like a baseball, like. But that's all kind of ancillary. Haven't played minor league baseball in a while, have they? <laughs> no, that's true. It also had some weird hops though, so it's not okay. a soccer field. All right. But anyway, um, big picture, Clayton. We've talked about this. Um, we have players that look confused. And we looked confused. We have not talked about this. Land of Confusion. You played the song Land of Confusion. That is not a conversation. And, and I know this sounds super negative, but we... Oh. Well, I mean, you, this, you don't want to be using words like confused as you're, as you're heading into the playoffs. And like, Talk I think, to me about it. I think what I said at our last episode, which unfortunately our listeners didn't get a chance to hear, and maybe they will. Yeah, they ma- did. 18 of them did. Oh, okay. All it right. still gets published. Listeners... I'm sorry that I forgot to send it out. It was late, and I didn't want to wake you up. And nobody mentioned to me, Clayton. You didn't mention. I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. I wasn't the nagging wife like I should have been. And I also dropped the ball of not sending it out. But 18 people found it. Good. Okay. So So for those 18 people, hopefully people who subscribe. Got you. So that means that they're probably regular listeners, and so they know that we talked um, last. What I said I wanted to see from these last two games was some consistency. And um, obviously, it you don't get consistency from just one game. After I say that, right? Because that's only one sample size. But what I meant consistency in play and play and like where people's heads were at and stuff. And we looked confused. And we did talk about it. You wait. Where's where, Christian Pirano? Wait. What is he? Where is where is he? Okay, wait. <clears throat> I don't remember you asking for consistency. What was inconsistent? I said, what, you said, what do you want to see from the last two games? And yeah. I said, before the playoffs, I want to see us get a consistent lineup playing, playing, consist, playing consistently the same way. And I think we've had that. Okay, so we, so, but we talked about it. What we talked about was with Jordan 
Perusa coming in. Yeah. There looks to be some confusion as to what what what, what roles are like what Christian Pirano's role. That that's kind of what I'm talking about. We where specifically with him, and then in a larger capacity, we just we look confused because he looked confused. So he looks confused to you. Yes. Okay. And as a team, you think we yes. look confused. Yes. There's okay. kind of an identity crisis right now. That may be a may, maybe a better way. Well, let me respond. Is that okay? Yes, of course. I don't see confusion because we've played the same five, two, three, call it what you will, but three forward formation for the last month, and I haven't liked it ever, and it's consistently let me down, okay. and I'm consistently disappointed by what I see by it. And I don't know why we're sticking with it, but I, you're right. I think individually Christian Pirano has been moved around in that formation, he hasn't found his home in that formation. So he looks confused, but everyone else looks like they have at the games we went to in person, doesn't it? Would you agree with me that he started he started in the middle and then and then moved outright and then moved over to the left like in this game. Yes, in this no, game. No. He started at right forward and Peru our new your man crush Perizzo was left. Yeah. And after about fifteen or twenty minutes they switched. Did they? And then they might have switched back and forth. But Louis Solniak was the primary yes. up, up high number yeah. nine. And w- when I saw the lineup that came out, it looked like what you wanted to see. The the way that when I when I read the, the lineup what, what the sports thing said. No, because they get it wrong all the Every time. time it's, it's not even close so to what, what lineup to, do you mean? You mean the the people? Yes, just the list. Because yes. what it looked like to me was we were going to have two forwards. It was going to be Solniak and Perusa, and then and then uh, Pirano would be underneath with yes. uh, with Gallegos. Yes, and then PC in front of our back. Yes, and then with the wingers bombing back and forth. Yes, and Pirano would stay central with Gallegos. Yes, driving at the ball, and that's yes. not what happened at all. No, okay, maybe. That's why maybe I'm confused because we're like in our heads we're like this is so obviously what we should be doing but we're not doing it. You know we we won every game in a row until your man crush Jordan Perusa got here. Um, I agree. I'm with you. I think it's obvious that since we went to three forwards, the scores have been different. They've been le- the. the the play has been less impressive, and the scores have been less impressive. We're not a bad team. Right. We're still good. This was a good game. Uh, entertaining end-to-end is my first note on this game. Great game to watch as a neutral, as a viewer. We had chances. We, game could have very easily been one or two nothing for us. Very easily. Fun game. And maybe maybe then we're, we're I'm not saying confusion. But, I'm not describing things that way. But I'm with you. I, I think that, I mean, I was... Listeners who listen or were at the game and I yelled at them, from the first time we played this, it just didn't impress me. We don't have control of the game. We've lost control. Great um, great point. I was going to bring that up. Similar to the El Paso game, our other loss yeah. in, in uh, possession uh, percentages. I looked afterwards. I got on the USL site or something. And by the way, let's, let's give it their, their goal um, – was one of the goals well, nominated for goals of the week? Well, hey, anyway, you okay. got your big picture. Okay, I don't. Do I get a? Yeah, you go. Yeah, uh, take a turn. Uh, monologue. Take a turn. Take a turn. I'm with you, and it's related, and it's building off of yours. I just like to see us go back to the way we played. I think Pirano is our best player. Correct. Yes. He's our difference maker. Yes. We have a lot of good players on this team, and we're a really good team. And this doesn't shake my faith in our team. But it just seems obvious that if your best player is not doing the, not looking good, we changed formations. I don't know why, and I don't really care why anymore. But we did, and it's been long enough. It's never impressed me. I go watch. It's long ball. The middle is not enough people, and it just screams like Pirano needs to be in the middle. Just like you said, a hundred percent agree. In a in a sports psychology kind of way. I'm gonna uh, attack something right here, or try to make an analogy. It's we got a, we got a kind of a Toy Story thing going on right now. Okay. And I know, let's see where this goes. Um, where Pirano is Woody, right? Like he's well, he's kind of our, he's me. he's not our he's not like old like Woody, but like you know 
he's the good, reliable so far. And then Perusa comes along, and he's kind of like the Buzz Lightyear, and there's this shiny new thing, (laughs) and it seems like we've kind of changed to suit bringing that guy like I don't and maybe we think maybe Marcina thinks that's where our strength is with those guys up top I don't think so I think that's it I think that um, we have a lot of forwards and we don't have a lot of midfielders but newsflash Chris Rupano's not a forward he's never been a forward he's a withdrawn forward or an attacking midfielder but he's not a winger either he's not getting the ball you don't put LeBron James in a corner of the basketball court and just say, well, you'll get the ball when you get it, LeBron. You put LeBron on the ball as much as possible. Right. Well, well, and that's a good point. Well, by playing Pirano wide or wider, yeah. you're, you are limiting his capacity to work and to create and to do stuff because he's hemmed in by the sidelines, naturally, by being out wide. Probably and, the best defender in USL is a sideline. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yes, you're 100% correct. And that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it that way. But, I mean, his... His strength is his creativity, driving at players, and you can do that out wide. But we want him in the middle of the field. I think. I mean, we're just kind of speculating a lot, like like we did a lot last year. Maybe it's the defensive shape. I, let me point something out. I might make make a new point. Did you notice Louis Sonnet coming back? This yes, week? way more so, for the ball than Pirano. Observant listeners who were watching, or people who missed it, we played our three forwards. We had our wide forwards, Perusa and Pirano, switch out there wide. But our center forward, they made him do the hustling. And I don't know, Clayton, I'll ask you a question. Do you think it's because Marcina has identified what we're talking about? He knows we need more numbers in the middle. And he's like, Luis Solnyak, you're a great player. I trust you. Come play back. Or is Luis Solnyak just so soccer smart IQ that he's identified this and said, I got to come help. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're getting run over in the middle, and unless I get come back and get the ball, then I'm never going to see the ball. He's at back there marking their center mids, Yeah, which was, we haven't seen all year. I, I, I did notice that a lot of times where Solnyak is now coming back and receiving the ball, where Pirano would normally be receiving the ball when we were playing more the way that we liked, more yes. the way that, you know, whatever we want to say. And Solnyak's not going to drive at, at players and beat, and, and beat them. He's going to hold the ball up. He's gonna he's gonna lay the ball off, but he's not gonna turn and take on two or three guys. No, and he also in a key moment that I remember, Jose Gallegos was streaking down to his right, right next to him, and all he had to do was play him sideways at midfield, and Gallegos is in on goal practically. He doesn't have that midfielder instinct of distribute, distribute, distribute. Yeah, and also he's gonna slow the ball down, slow it down, get it wide, play it easy. And if he's coming back to receive the ball, he's also not on the penalty spot attacking the goal as well. It's 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 asking a lot of him to to do things that it seems like we've got a lot of guys doing stuff right now that isn't their strength. Well, let's not get too, yeah. yeah. I know that's that sounds negative. Can, you want to move to a new topic? Sure, I mean, you know, yeah. PC's back. What you think? Yeah. Enjoy that? He didn't, it didn't, he didn't, he didn't command the game no. the same way, but, I mean, it's, it's also, he doesn't have the help in there with Haravo, like, where was Gorski at? Where was, you know, um, and here's the deal, you know, I, we've expressed our love for Haravo and how, and how things, how great we looked when he was playing, mm-hmm. we shouldn't. It, it, it's obviously we're not changing just because we're missing him, right? Like, I mean, he didn't start the season, you know, like starting in that position. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why we all of a sudden have decided that we're going to play this way now. And, you know, the home games, we were missing both PC and Hervo. And so there was an excuse there. There was right. something there. And now yes. PC's back. It's like we've got our guy, Gallegos, is back. Yep. We played games without Hervo. Right. And we didn't do this. And we didn't play with three up top. No. and Yeah, I mean, it just does seem obvious. I don't know what to say. Do you think, do you think there's a, a crisis, an identity crisis going on? Or do you think that he, he's, this is the formation we're going to play. We just haven't found the right place for, that form, the, for everybody in that formation yet. What's, you know, last year, which was a bad year, Something we we did figure out about this was 
we like to know what was happening, what's going on. And I listen to a soccer podcast. They say, like, you know, you can tell what the team is doing. What What are we doing? What's the goal here? That's what, are we, what are we trying to do? Land of confusion. No, I'm, that's, asking, that's you, kind of, well, I'm asking you. What do you, I know something I saw. So I think we are, with three up top, yeah. we are trying to pressure their back and force them to play the ball long and not be able to build up. Okay. Because we are obviously overrun in the middle, or we're outnumbered mm-hmm. in the middle, and and then hope that our wingers are going to out uh, are going to out a hustle and outplay their wingers, and 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 we'll get we'll get numbers forward off of some turnovers and get some chances that way. And it's worth. I mean, okay, what about, look at all the look at all the the quick goals we scored. That's a result of that, right? What about our offense? What's our? Um, we get the ball. I don't know. That, there, there we go. Okay, I'll say when we. I agree with your defending thing. To talk about the defense, still, I think the problem with that is that you're outnumbered in the midfield, and so all they have to do is play it in the middle. Yeah, I mean, like it doesn't even have to be a particularly precise ball. No, there's <laughs> just numbers there. Yes, because you got PC back, Gallegos up, two guys. Tulsa should not have almost seventy percent of the possession. Did they? Yeah, it was that bad. It was that bad. And it didn't seem that way when we were and when I saw the number I was a little surprised by it. But then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I mean because we played long balls. The announcer pointed it out. I noticed it throughout the game. Tainer long. Tainer long. Tainer long. Mm-hmm. Tainer is good. He is a good player. He's a real good player. And but it's like one of those it's like the coach or someone saw him play one long ball and we scored and then they're like, Hey Mitch. Let's do that. Let's do that play you do. <laughs> I'm tired of that play you do where you kick it 60 yards because it might work once a game. But is that what you want your attack to be? Don't we always refer or don't we as the uh, the Adams ball, the guy that used to play for Stoke, oh, right? Gosh, that would hit or like we how or we talked about Barnby last year doing well, it all the least, time. No, it's not a from one side to the other diagonal. It's not. It's a. It's just a up to it's more, Sonyak. It's more from one side of the the circle from our own 18 to yeah. the other side of the circle to to their 18. Deep cut. It's a Chris Carl ball. It's just like, hey, if I play it once a game, it might pay off. It's a post corner. Yes. Post corner route. Yes. It's football season. Hail Mary. Yeah. And it'll work every once in a while. And it's like your dumb friend who's like, if someone were like European and watched a football game, they'd be like, why don't you just throw it long every time? Right. And then and, when, you're, and you're like, well, the game's a little more nuanced than that. Well, and, and what I did notice also, PC gets the ball and looks up and his options are limited. Nothing. The options are limited. Limited, it's a good, it's too nice. Yeah. Go, get, get, uh, we just, uh, just play the Atalanta 3-5-2 that we have set up Make I mean I think okay I think I know one reason we do this. He wants to let Gallegos get in, and if you have PC next to him, Gallegos has a little more space to go into. But like because if if we move Pirano back, you're gonna have to tell Gallegos you got to be a little more conservative. Gallegos was good again. He was so Gallegos was very good. He was better than Pirano. Couple megs. Yeah, that run in the box was spectacular. Yes, made um. You know, like at the beginning of the season, we'd see him try to take two or three guys on and lose a lot. This time, he would he, he would that. play. He yes, he takes on a guy or two, but not three guys, and trying to dribble into the box. He'll play the ball back to Smith or to Maloney to Sarge and let them let them swing it around or or whatever. When we did have possession, in their I half. do I do worry about his um, ceiling because the announcer said he's five six, but then again, Messi's five six. You know he um he 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 looks like he's getting bigger. He, I'm gonna, I got a he doesn't get he doesn't get bowled over. I've got a nickname for him. What's that? If we were in Brazil, it would be Mullerinho, but since we're not, I'll call him Mexican Mueller. What's the what's the like? Tomas Mueller, the German national teamer. Really? Gallegos. He calls himself the space maker in German. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Remember the words? But Mueller refers to himself as a space maker, and he in practice says, "Pass it to the space maker and shit." Because <laughs> Gallegos, it's like he has a GPS camera. He, there's space, and he just goes. And when you're on the field, you can't see that. Yeah, he's got a, a no, great right. sixth sense. That um, run was just spectacular. Ethan Bryant comes on and plays. Oh, we're what'd moving you, on. Transition. Yeah. What you? Th- what you? Well, yeah, going from one 18 year old San Antonian to another. Yeah. There we go. Yes, he's back, baby. They signed him, and he played. And damn, damn, if he didn't almost score. 
Yeah, he. Uh, it was a through ball, no, or like a uh, diagonal cut. Luis Solnyak got played oh, through was. by Baloney, had the clearest chance of the game, and the defender came. Well, back. Perusa had the clearest chance of the game on that vol- kind of half oh. volley that he had that the keeper made the great save on in the you first. You can't half. blame him. He put it on frame. Keeper saved it off yeah, the yeah. bar. Yeah. Uh, Solnyak one on one, but then that great defender. With bright shoes, ran back and tracked him down. Ball falls to Bryant, second chance, and barely missed the goal. Yeah. That's yeah. what the uh, 90th no, we, minute we cr- or so. We created chances. We had probably three to five good chances. We did, but I don't know if it was due to great play. Uh, little moments. Yeah, they had probably five to seven good chances. Boy. I, they had chances in the 89th, 90th, 91st, 92nd, and 92nd. Right. They had a couple of shots that... That uh, Cardone made a spectacular Matt save Cardone, on one. Another good game. Yeah, great. He is a he is a really good shot stopper. Yes, I think we give up a lot of outside the box opportunities, and I think Cardone, you can trust him to save those. Yes, he's, so that's it's key to our game plan. Yeah, he's a he's a really good shot stopper. Well, let's not go too much to too much to too much. But Ethan Bryant, good to see him back. He looked good. Yes. He reminded me that he used to be Christian Pirano. I thought maybe we'd see the new defensive signing, the big, bald guy. Can't remember what his name is. Yeah. From, um, but it was Montgomery, and that's the, is that the second game in a row for Montgomery to start? I feel a little bad that uh, Hunter Gorski gets moved to midfield to make up for numbers, and then we get our midfielder back, and he comes to the bench. Yeah, like I would have liked to see where, him. Where were Gorski and Partain? Right, no Gorski, no no Partain. Oh, Partain's been just jettisoned. He yeah, might... what's what's that about? Ew. What has Montgomery shown you that um, that he does that? It, like, I know I was real high on him at the beginning, the very first game. I thought he was very. I mean, obviously he scored one of our goals, and or he scored the goal, and um, and he seemed like a vocal leader, but. Bad giveaways, some reckless challenges out of him. Yeah, um, his intensity is great, and he is a workhorse, and he has that nasty, like you know, like he's a practitioner of the dark arts. But, um, but I I don't know how much he can be trusted to play the ball out of the back. I've come around. You threw me off because you said you're asking for consistency, but I get now. Oh, that, I know. <laughs> but I get now that you meant you're asking for some momentum. I guess maybe and that's like what I'm having a, a game plan come together towards yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, there we go. That's Unfortunately, what we got was consistency of the previous crappy few games. Crappy is relative, but not impressive. We we need to be better against Tulsa before the playoffs start. This had a good playoff vibe, huh? It did. It was an intense game. That it was that that three points for them is huge. They the win. They 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 and Austin didn't get a result against really. Whoever they played, they so drew. One point they drew, and Tulsa has a game in hand. Ooh. Yes. So this game Sunday coming. Oh, I don't know if we want to get there, but go ahead. No, go, you're no, there. Like, you're there. Go ahead. So this game Sunday, which was originally scheduled for Friday, mm-hmm. and got rescheduled for Sunday. I don't know why. Yep. Um, is going to have the same level of intensity, and so we'll be a good warm up for the playoffs. Okay. We'll be that's a good. That's true. Yeah, we'll be a good. You know, like, hey guys, this is it. You know, like let's let's get let's get going here. Well, I mean, I just wish we'd seen the Tainer Yarrow Gorski back three. Yeah, because I think Yarrow's not the best in the middle. He looked shake. He looked like last year again. He looked shaky again. See, I have Tainer in the middle with 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 Montgomery and Yarrow out out wide. No Gorski. What? Tainer, I think, is a lefty. He usually plays on the left. Whatever. But Yarrow, not in the middle. Okay? Yeah. That's what I'm talking right. about. He's a great player. He never looks comfortable in the middle. He's too little. His ball skills are not good enough. And he, yeah, he has a lot of, he's given the ball away a lot this year. Um, but anyway. And last year. And, you know, he was my, like, in the back, he was my, like, he's our leader. You know, I kept standing up for him. Even, you know, even though, and we, when we were, Questioning, like, well, whose fault is this? And it could have been Yaro's fault. But anyway, I'm rambling. It's not like we don't want him on the field. We just don't. I just don't want him to be center, center back. Yeah, he's not a good quarterback. Um, do you want to talk at all about? It looks like. Well, I guess by me, break. You're just slowing down so that I can go. What do you? Just tell me about it. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about? 
New Mexico, who who looks like we're gonna who looks like we're oh, gonna play. No, are we there? Okay, we're too far ahead. No. Too far ahead. <laughs> That's not even next week. All right, I know. What do you got? I don't. I don't have anything on it. I just did. I I didn't know. We just thought I'd been naturally... scouting that na- na- New Mexico. You know, here's the deal. I was pretty hungover for this game, and I didn't take copious notes. Yeah. And by copious, I mean any. And so, I I just remember, I remember, it it, it had the intensity of a game. That I was happy to see that intensity, that it wasn't just kind of a walkthrough, you know, mm-hmm. snooze fest. Um, but it just it wasn't very good soccer f- from us, and it wasn't because of anything Tulsa was doing. How about that? Oh, that. Good. How about that? Does that is that something to talk about? Yeah. That like when the opposition isn't really wowing you, that then we should be imposing our will. I think. I think we're a better team. And we should be imposing our will, no matter what formation we want to play. And I just didn't see that. They were good. Yeah, I mean, and like, we haven't bowled them over this year. No. But we did not control the game. And every time they attacked, it looked like it could be trouble. It wasn't like, oh, we're fine. It was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah, that's true. And that's not good. No, I get that. We're not, this team in the last month is not the team of the first... Whatever I don't know if it's two or eight months. Yeah, I mean, do we just need to be? Do we need to be okay with um, the team that's not gonna that's not gonna have the most possession? You know, and like, no, you, there's no reason we should be doing okay, any so, of this. I guess that's kind of what I'm. You know, what, that's, that's it, where it I'm at. It wasn't broken, and we tried to fix it. And I know Hervo's a great player, not on the injury report. Side note: No one is injured according to the injury report they yeah. showed on TV. Yeah, uh, but just. I don't know what I don't know why. Land of confusion. <laughs> or is it just us that's confused? Do you think they know exactly what they're doing? And it see that's what I'm kind of get that's what I'm kind of getting at. I they look confused to me. They don't we, look like that, We didn't play bad. We're, no, that, and and I know no. we're I know it may, we're making it sound like we thought they played bad. And no. I don't think they played bad. No, not at all. Individually especially not. Yeah. No, I can't look at my roster and tell you one player out there who played badly. They all played well. They all played like good soccer players. Yeah. But um, listener Dave has a saying when we play on weekdays. Um, he says, there's always a dumb team and a smart team. And I don't like to be on the dumb team. And You might even win. But you're still the dumb team. And tonight, on Saturday night, we were not the smart team. I don't... Okay, yeah, you're trying to pressure their back line. Does that make you smart? You know, I, I, didn't, I don't see what we're doing. Tulsa had a plan, right? They they were going to defend hard. They were going to play, and they were going to combine. They had spacing. It looked like they... I think they had... Ident- I actually thought this during the game, that they had identified parts of our team to attack. Because they would go right around PC in the middle. They would always come back to, like, the top-of-the-box area for shots and crosses and passes. And so they were the smart team, and we were the dumb team. Right, because they know that, or they saw that Maloney and Smith are going to be back, right? And then plus, with, you know, then a, a, with a wide defender out there also, you have 2v1 generally, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, if Smith and or Maloney, if, if something happens to them, we're in, tr- we're in trouble, right? Kind I kind of, like at one point in time, Smith went down and looked like he had like a calf injury or an ankle injury or a knee injury, and I thought to myself, Ugh, what what happens now? Yeah, I mean, have, who who else has played out wide in those <laughs> positions all year? Kai Green, that's it. I don't know if Blake Smith has come out all year. I know it, he looks I, good. I know Malai, He's a good player. man. He is. <laughs> he goes toe to toe with the hardest attacker every game. always, and and physically is always right there next to him. He, he he's never like you never see him like take the guy on and and skin him like in school but like you never see him get beat either no you know and and i'm and i'm fine with that and as a matter of fact i admire that yeah it's great yes but 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 like do you see what i'm saying though like if something happens to one of those two guys there's probably some trouble right big setback yeah for sure i mean what do we do what's plan b there kai green bryant Kai Green. I've said it three times. Why are you ignoring the person who's played there? It's just gonna, I hate to break it to you, Clayton. You know, yeah, I guess happy? no matter how many times I ask the question, it's still the answer. He can defend. Yeah. 
It just doesn't give you any ball skill. Uh, Tainer. A couple of crap fouls near the end. Did So I'm trying to remember, did their, um, did their goal come off of a set piece? A um, service from out? Uh, uh, no, they played it. No, they played it long. The humongous Nigerian That dude. they subbed on, headed it back. Great, great finish by their guy. It's a, yeah, perfect. It's a, it's a half volley. It's, it's up for one of the goals of the week he on the USL it. website. I think he just wanted it more. He got to the spot, and he put it in the one place it would go in. Yeah. In the 92nd minute. That's a guy on a salary trying to save his job. And we didn't look like we had nothing to play for, you know? We're just staying in shape for the playoffs. Yeah, like the – I guess the the trying to get the best record to host as many games, that, that doesn't have the same – That does, that's not the same narrative as win or go home, you know? I think that when we uh, lost our perfect record, that kind of took us off our game. Sure. And like I said, this game was very similar to the El Paso game to me when I was and in more ways than just the in more ways than just the possession obviously the late goal um, oh yeah you know in that El Paso game it was Salgado causing all kinds of problems there, there wasn't really that there was a guy in 92 um, I can't remember his name he's the guy that's like been a part of all their goals yes. they tried, like, it, he was a headache he's a Latino he's got a Latino name but whatever name was on his jersey was not what they called him yeah. so it's hard to remember yeah. but he was a headache and Tainer got him good. Tainer throws some attitude, which is good in a defender, but he also, when things don't go his way, he can... He can lose his head. Yeah, he, he can lose his he's head. had some bad fouls. He had a bad foul at the end where I was like, oh, there it is. It's like the guy that um, that throws the second punch and gets caught <laughs> by, the, by the teacher or yeah. by, the, by the principal or whatever. It's like he's a winner, and when he's not winning, he's not happy. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Jordan Peruza. We had a love fest last week. He looked good. The guy is, good. is just around the goal, sees the goal, smells the goal, goes for the goal. Scores the goal. He's and like and like we said, he's a big kid and he just he kind of rambles through defenders and and you know, he had he had two, a couple of chances he just didn't finish. No, he had that the one chance he forced a great save. That's not a not finish. That's he doesn't a, do a very good job of holding the ball up and laying it off. Well, yeah, like, he's trying to score. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> he had, I think, our two best kick. Oh, the bicycle kick that was like a foot wide of the goal. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. He had our that. two best chances besides Blake Smith's. I'll also do a shout-out to... And the Solniak, the Solniak Bryant one. We had three to five good chances. Bailoni and Dorenzo came out and worked the tails off. They did. Yep. Another reason we should play two, As per usual. two forwards so that they can go be the subs and just run around for 30 minutes kicking people and trying to steal the ball from the goalie. And shit yeah, like using their long legs with the shorts pulled up to maybe get a deflected ball and they're in on goal. All right, that's all I've got in my notes. Yeah, it was... I, I kind of feel bad now that we've been talking about it for a while because... Because it wasn't a... They weren't bad. It was an exciting game to watch. Yeah. It's just... Maybe we'd just been spoiled, and they were playing the way that exactly we wanted them to play, and they were winning. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anything less than, than what we said to do and then them doing it and it working seems like, ah, you know, like <laughs> maybe we've been a little spoiled. Does that, is that, does that sound like something? Maybe. I just wish they would. I don't get this, Clayton. Pirano has the last couple of games hasn't looked like he's having fun out there either. How about that? He looks good when he gets the ball in the right spot, but he just doesn't get the ball in the right his spot. His head's his head's not like he's kind of just dragging. Like I just, I just well, what's see he supposed a, to do? I don't know. I don't he's know. used to being in the middle and picking the ball up. Yeah, and now they're like go stand out by the touchline and just wait. He's not involved. You don't put Maradona out out there. You put him in the middle of the action. You know what? It's USL soccer, and um, it gives us something to talk about every week. <laughs> so the plight of Pirano gives us something to talk about. Hey man, Christopher Pirano is a really good player. Jose Gagas is a good player. Those two could be going places. Do you right? think? Do you think there's anything to like him being nope. disgruntled? Nope. Thinking like they're not putting me in the right spot. Oh, they're, yes. hurt, they're hurting me. Like they're not hurting they're my future. Hurting me, just what the hell am I supposed to do? I mean, the goals he scored in the last few weeks seem like in spite of the way we were playing. Yeah. He'd get the ball, burn the people, score the goal, and, and then be like, I scored. Even Jose Gallegos, his game winner was like 
individual effort. A lot of individual efforts. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I, there, there's a lot more of that. Yes. Not team goals. Right. Not like one, two down the middle and then out wide and then guy shows back for the ball and then another one, two shot. Yeah. Know? No, not a lot of combining at all. Um, so we got Austin on Sunday. Here we go. Sunday, October 4th, 5 o'clock. General, avail- general admission tickets, Clayton, $16 for adults and $10 for children. Just in case you're free on Sunday. I Originally, when I saw the schedule, when we first talk- we talked about a wow. trip to Austin, maybe to see a uh, listener, Tanner, and, uh, and maybe a trip out to uh, East Texas to, uh, to their stadium. Yeah. Oh, dig. <laughs> right? Dig. Yeah, go out, so out, the, to, out to East Texas. And, to, and to the racetrack. I mean, it would be perfect, you know, this weather, go. and. But anyway, I, I don't think, I can't I don't go. Think, I, can't I go. know you're not I can't going. go. But. You're not a YOLO person. But, but, I will say this, and it's a little too early to speculate, but I'm really hoping the playoff game that we are guaranteed of hosting is Saturday, October 10th. Why is that? Because I'd like to plan a just soccer day. My family is going to the beach on Saturday, October 10th. Um, and then I'm going to meet them there later uh, after the playoff game. But what would be spectacular is to wake up, watch soccer, do a uh, UEFA, uh, UEFA extravaganza draft, <laughs> and then go watch SAFC play in a uh, home playoff game and get a victory. Hmm. That is something that I would love to do. I know you had talked about wanting to do something fun that day. Did I tell you about that? You were going to plan some kind of, like an ACL or I something. I want to have like... a fake ACL in my backyard, yeah. But <sighs> the playoff game would definitely cramp that style. Why don't you just make it a day of soccer just all day? Why like... don't you do my thing, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> Always be closing. Isn't that what you said, Matthew? Always be closing. What? It's your job to convince me to not do what I want to do. <laughs> when we were talking a couple of weeks. But anyway. I do remember that. Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll be watching on Sunday. I'll be watching. Me too. Sunday at 5 sounds like a good time to chill out, sit down and watch a soccer game. But gosh, it's tempting to go when I Google that tickets are sold. Especially since you're not working for the next two weeks. I will not have work. And it's like, uh, you know, I said I was going to make a road trip. And I think it was like, worst case scenario, we'll just go to Austin. It's like you go see a new stadium. I'm holding myself out for a soccer bowl or something like that. Like if we... Soccer bowl. <laughs> Is that what they called? No, that's what it was in the NASL, right? Yeah. The soccer bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I got. You got anything else? What Other do than... I want to see next week? I get Sunday. Austin's probably playing for their playoff lives. I hope they are. Because there's nothing better than keeping your rival out of the playoffs. So I would like there to be something on the line. Maybe it's a con- maybe they change it because it's a contemporaneous kickoff now. I don't think so. Because Tulsa has a game in hand, correct? I believe so. So they must play a weekday game. I think both of them have a game in hand. I think they play tomorrow. You can't both have a game in hand on each other. <laughs> well, they both have two games left. And we only have one game left. Okay. Well. Anyway. Um... I'd like it would be great to uh, enough about going, but I want to see us keep them out of the playoffs. No joy in Mudville, huh? You went to a college and you had a rival, rival, right? Yep. Who was the rival? Rhodes College. Okay, well, it was the rival of? If you were playing University a meaningless game, if if you were playing Rhodes and you could knock them out of the postseason, is that meaningless to you? No. This, no, it's this, like it's, it's good the whole. As, it's the whole like if Michigan loses nine games but they beat Ohio State, then it's a good season. It's yeah, as good as winning a playoff game. <laughs> okay, right? Yeah, I'll will take that. So I know they're professionals, so they don't think of it like that. But we should keep our big rival out of the out of the playoffs. Yeah, man, and I want to see Christian Frano in the middle of the field. It's not rocket science. I want to. I want the man wander. I want to see. Um, Oh man, what do I want to see? I don't. I don't even know, Matthew. Like I, I, I think I'm confused. <laughs> just like it's just it's a land of confusion for me. I don't. I don't have anything. What I want to see? How about we stay healthy for the playoffs? Yeah, I'll take or, that. Or we get some consistency. How about that? No, I don't want Sarge or Blake Smith. I, I want to see them make it through the through the 
without through the game without being injured. Because otherwise, Solnyak, it's Ty Green. Louis Solnyak went down with a knee injury for a second, and I was scared. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, though. This was a really enjoyable game. I took time out of a Tuesday to watch it, and I was like, this is great. It was not boring. Did you watch it instead of the uh, Chelsea-Tottenham-Carabao Cup that was on today? Oh, I figured it would be on the Peacock. Uh, ESPN Plus carries, yeah, carries it does. those. Carries those. It's just, bo- you know, boycott the Peacock. But isn't that nice that we, like, get, there's so much soccer to watch now that we get confused about where it is and where it's coming from? And I'm with listener Kathy. Fuck the Peacock. <laughs> I... I don't even like soccer anymore because of the fucking peacock. Well, I definitely am not going to be paying attention to the English league as much, and that's just all there is. And that's the. But we've okay. had this. We had this conversation. Well, Willie Trevino and Trevino Tile, are you ready to talk free kicks, Clayton? I do have a free kick, and I am ready to talk free kicks. Remember, brought all, to us by Trevino Tile. All your tile needs, uh, you know, upstairs, downstairs, everywhere. And it, you know what? There's three generation of tilers. <laughs> So depending on what generation you are, there's one of them that you can talk to about tiling and your tiling needs. Clayton, what's your Trevino f- tile free kick? Is Greg Berhalter still suitable to coach the U.S. men's national team with all the amazing international talent we have right now that are playing in these amazing places? Can Greg Halter garner respect from these guys? You are... You like to ask me questions, and I typically refuse to be put in the box you give me, but hell no, he can't coach them. I, Are I you figured, kidding me? I figured you, you'd take, <laughs> since we were talking about taking bait earlier, I figured you'd take the bait on this one. Oh, come on. The guy's a hack. So we have, we have, um, and the reason I, part of why I bring, Sergino Dest, it is a done deal. He is going to play for Barcelona. So we now have a U.S. men's national team player playing at Barcelona. One at Juventus, one at Borussia Dortmund, one at Chelsea, and what would Red be... Red Bull Leipzig? One playing at Red Bull Leipzig. That's half of our starting lineup are playing for teams that are in the final eight of Ch- European Champions League every year. Would you count uh, the backup keeper at Man City? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so and, and here's... I guess it's... And that's kind of to suggest that the inmates should be running the asylum, that they should, that these people, these kids should be able to question their coach or should be questioning their coach. But can we afford to have Greg Berhalter ruin this generation of players? He just seems like a system guy, like Mike Leach. He's got the way he wants to play. And he trots out the players where he wants them to go when these players are good enough that we don't need a system. And maybe that's great if the majority of our team were coming from the MLS and where they have to overachieve and knowing the system and him being familiar with them in the system is probably going to get us some results that we wouldn't normally get. But we have have some players now that are on the edge of being world-class, you know, and and are playing at world-class clubs. It's like when I came from a really low performing high school to a really high performing high school and I gave them like a vocab quiz and it was easy and they all just turned it in like it was like I'm not you're just spinning wheels and now I I get to, I, this is a two part free kick is the US men's national team now a desirable job because I would argue that when Greg Burhalter took the job or it was given to him it was not a desirable job that's probably the best we could have done Back then, man, imagine Clayton. Do you know who they didn't offer the job to? Who? Because he didn't speak English. Who? Tata Martino, the uh, former Atlanta, who's now the Mexican national team coach. Yes. Former Argentina, former Barcelona. Yes. Yeah. And he, God, he's just good at taking players and making the team exciting and attacking to their talents. That's what we need right now. But what do you think about my quote? Like, is would. Is it a desirable coaching job now? Do you think that we could More very just, e- we could very easily replace him with someone that you would go, oh my, like that? I don't know if I'd orgasm. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but. I think it's it's a lot more desirable than it was a year ago. That's for damn sure. By a factor of a, mi- a thousand. So and, yeah, I don't I don't know about oh my, but I think we get a better candidate now. And I think the, there's always going to be major 
detractions. Is that even a word? There's going to be major negative factors to coaching the U.S. men's national team. The travel that you have to put up with hmm. for like all your players. That's something I was thinking about today. Like, you know, and the the just sheer enormity of taking on the job of trying to like organize American soccer. You know, I'm just stuck on like Berhalter. They're at Columbus and for the U.S. always played this one system, and he tries to make it fit. And that was good a year ago or two years ago when we had a mixed bag of nuts. And at least we could give him a plan. Because Klinsman had no plan. And I was like, I'm so excited. This guy has a plan. And now, you know what? All these guys play on similar things where they might have one less forward or one less defender, but they're high pressure, possession, incredibly talented soccer players. Yep. And we don't need to play this Burhalter. Greggy Ball bullshit. We, yeah. need, we just need a standard milk toast attacking soccer coach. Yeah, I just really started thinking about it today, or not today, but when I heard about Des going to Barcelona, and then I immediately just went, my God, over half our team plays at at five or seven of the ten best clubs in the in the world. Yeah. You know? And 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 I hope we don't waste that with with a guy. Well with just, with just some guy. You can't. Well, I don't know. Anyway, and we could turn this into a whole episode talking about the situation. How long does he get? And blah, We'd have blah, more blah. listeners. <laughs> but, People love that shit. Yeah, but but um, you're free kick now. That was good. That was that, that's what I wanted to hear. Who do you want? I I don't have that. I don't. I I hadn't gotten that far, obviously, well, because I do realize that I'm putting you on the spot, Clayton. Who do you want? Um, I think that if you could lure him but it would be a just it would, Jesse Marsh <laughs> yeah I mean awesome yes. Jesse Marsh Red John. Bull Salzburg uh, made it to the European cha- to the Champions League American coach um, okay maybe uh, maybe after the World Cup when these players hit their prime we'll get him yeah I feel like he needs to do some more club coaching for his own sake I mean, but I'd love him. He he's on the rise, the ascendancy. Yeah, would you agree with that? Yeah, yes. And like, I mean, this to him would probably be a demotion, like a. Yeah, so I'm saying he needs more in case after he, he'll go back to club, right? Okay. Yeah. Good. That was good. You you didn't you didn't see me coming from you for it's that been angle, a long did you? Time and they're not. We haven't talked again. to U.S. national team in a long time. They're not playing again until next year. I now? know to summer. I think this. No. I think it's because they're not. They're not playing in October. They skip those dates. Yeah, and then I think they have like Gold Cup qualifying during the summer. Or I World think Cup qualifying. World Cup start. qualifying starts next. And, and supposed the, to start soon. And the Olympics is in the summer, supposedly. Maybe anyway, it's it's a while. All right, what you got? Uh, it's kind of random, but the weird European results over the weekend, Clayton. Maybe it's you asked me a question. I'll ask you kind of a question. Like, I was in Mexico this weekend. I didn't watch a single soccer game. All I did was go look at the scores once a day. And what the hell? Man City lost. Munich lost for the first time since Corona. Dortmund lost. All these random teams. Not Bar- not your beloved Barcelona. They were fine. It was like a college football weird weekend where just all these teams lost what happened and it was and just to add, it wasn't just like one nothing to like good other good teams some of them were playing teams that like are on the verge of relegation or will be on the fighting for relegation and they the scores weren't even close Augsburg 3-1 right yes Borussia Dortmund got blown out by somebody Man City 5-2 against yes, Leicester I thought it was West Ham Leicester or West Ham beat the crap out of someone mm-hmm they did. <laughs> What's going on? I, I I don't know. And I'll say this: I watched the Super Cup. Yeah. Last week, Sevilla. Yeah. And Munich. They looked like they would never lose a game ever again. Munich. I'm, yes, they made. And it was it was close. The score was close, but it wasn't. If you watched the full game, it wasn't nearly as close. Uh, Sevilla kind of kept possession for a little while, but eventually Bayern just overran them and and just ran them into the ground, and they could have scored ten goals. But Bayern Munich looks like they would never lose a game ever again. And then 
is it just so many games crammed together you're going to get these results sometimes? Yeah, I think they're tired. Coronavirus, final, But it's just weird that it would catch up to all of them on the same weekend. Yeah, like, Man- Manchester City didn't have an excuse. No excuse. You know, Dortmund, I don't think, had an excuse. You know, nope. maybe they play their de- the Pokal Cup or whatever it's called. But yeah, but that doesn't... I don't does that just seeing scores like that does that um does that give you hope like that any given Sunday you know that that kind of deal soccer is usually so predictable you know you just turn on your phone and there it is and you go yep Juventus won again Juventus tied Roma maybe that's not surprising no I don't know it's just bizarre I was oh, we, hoping... we did, did we say Juventus and Weston McKinney going back to our if we didn't... <laughs> he played again. Yeah, he did. 90 minutes. Did he play the Hulk? No, he, he, no, he subbed out. Oh, did he? Because it's all complaints. Because the guy next to him didn't get subbed out and then got a red card. Rabio or something. Well, you know, the great thing about those results is that if you're a professional, you put them out of your head because you have another full slate <laughs> of games this weekend that we get, that we get to... Actually... <laughs> Unless you play for Tottenham. And actually, then... <laughs> are they on an international break now? Does 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 Europe is do, do they start like U- European qualifying or World Cup qualifying? I don't think in so. October because I saw that Dortmund plays Saturday at eight thirty. Okay, maybe it's the week after that then because oh. because we canceled our October international dates and the rest of the world is playing internationally. That's gonna be awful when there's no U.S. team and I have to watch England. Right. <laughs> be so good. Faroe Islands in Greece. <laughs> I never watched those. National teams, it's all USA. Oh, you know what? Mexico is playing tomorrow night against Guatemala. So you might be right. Yeah. There may be international th- dates. There's, there's something going on, but I'll watch. Whatever <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. All right, my man, you got anything else? No. Listeners, go to that game. Closest game in town to go watch something. I'm surprised they're letting fans in there. Oh, I hope we're under... Oh, yeah, we're under an hour. Woof. We didn't get cut off. Buenas noches, Clayton. All right. Good night, man.